1: Hello and welcome. We are Computer and Technology Radio. I am Mark Cohen. She is Marsha Collier. Got a fun show for you today. We're going to talk about some of the cool new items that are coming out in the world in the next few months. Uh, there's a game bundle that benefits earthquake victims. And hey, The Mandalorian, which was a terrific show, is now out for its third season. How are you, Marsha? I'm,
0: I'm doing well. It's an interesting week in tech. You know, I wasn't really massively impressed by the things that came out in Mobile World Congress, but we'll Mm -hmm. talk about that in a minute. Um, You know, it's kind of like we've reached a point with certain things. What I am noticing more and more is that companies companies are charging for things. I even heard a thing, we won't go deep into it, that Ring Doorbell is now going to put the instant video feed Mm -hmm. under a subscription.
1: Yeah, I saw that. What the hell? Yeah.
0: I mean, what good is it if you have to pay extra every time for every product you buy?
1: Yeah, that's ridiculous.
0: I mean, you know, even the range in an EV, people a lot of times don't realize if you pay an extra $5,000, $10,000, well, you could go even further with the same damn car. hmm.
1: Yeah, you know, I just definitely I think true. it's re- reached. Subscription services are what everything's all about trying to get you know as many people as they can to pay a monthly fee to do whatever they're doing
0: and there was a thing also about ford has a new technology that if you don't pay your payment for the car it'll walk itself right back to the repo place <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> i am self-driving to the repo place i mean it's insane really
1: yeah that is kind of crazy wow okay well, some of the things, you know, the Mobile World Congress, uh, I've never heard of this phone. Are you familiar with this Honor Magic 5 Pro?
0: Yes, I'm very familiar with Honor. It's yeah. a, it was a sub brand of Huawei.
1: Oh. But be-
0: because uh, of all the nonsense that goes on with our government, right. um, Huawei can no longer sell in the U.S. Right. And uh, it was very funny because there was a big brouhaha about Huawei has this massive booth at Mobile World Congress. Mm -hmm. If I could tell you, it's the size of four houses inside. I mean, it's huge. And the PR team gives people lanyards with your name so that everyone can see that you belong in the booth. It's it's not just one you can walk into. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Well, it seems there was a chip on the back. And they picked them up as people left. And some of the people stole theirs, took it apart to see what it was. Yeah, You know, you can make a bad thing out of anything. Mm -hmm. Basically, because that booth is so large, when you walk over to a certain part of the booth to look at, let's say, 5G or Smart City or Mm -hmm. whatever there is in the booth... It tracks you within the booth so they know what people were interested in, what people were looking at. Right. And I think it's a very smart thing to do. But you have no idea on how some of the people, oh, my goodness, they're tracking us. Oh, mm-hmm. my. Okay. I mean, hysteria. Uh, yeah, just, if you think it's a tracker, give it back to them or throw yeah, it right. away. Exactly. <laughs> Why are you
1: <laughs> keeping it if you don't want to be tracked? <laughs> okay. It's kind of crazy. Don't-
0: Our country has just gone to such wild hysteria. But anyway, back to Honor. So Honor used to be part of Huawei. They sold it off. I suspect that it has a lot of Huawei technology in there, but it runs on a Qualcomm Snapdragon 8 Gen 2. I mean, that's not, not playing around. 12 gigabytes of LPDDR, five times RAM. And five twelve gigabytes of UFS four storage, and a five thousand one hundred milliampere battery. I mean, that's that's cool. Yeah, I mean, now it it's not cheap.
1: The, you know, the phone's nope. twelve hundred bucks, so that's up with iPhone prices. Uh, right, but, but it looks you like, know, yeah, it looks looks like a nice phone though.
0: Oh, no doubt it won't be able to be sold to the U.S. Really soon. <laughs> well, it
1: doesn't. It's funny because the article doesn't say anything about U.S. It only says right. it, that it's of Europe and you know China right. and other countries.
0: Right. Exactly. So I wouldn't count on. And that was when I wrote my book, Android Smartphones for Seniors, which, by the way, isn't just for seniors; it's for anybody else who doesn't like BS in their books and wants to get straight to the facts. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's it, like I said in there. You know, you're going to see a lot of technology out of this country. That's right. That will never amazing, see here. That you're never going to see here.
1: Well, it's kind of interesting. I don't know if this is a anti, say, um, Samsung or anti-iPhone, but the, the best tablet, for example, they've listed here is the OnePlus Pad.
0: Well, Not I have to iPod, tell you, you know. I'm, I'm using a OnePlus 9 Pro phone. And I think they're on 11 now. And it is one hell of a great phone. One of the things that OnePlus has done... They've switched from lithium batteries to GAN, gallium nitride batteries, which is a whole different technology. And legit, I can charge my phone to 100% in 15 minutes. That's very down. fast. Yeah, I mean, it's insane. And, you know, I only charge it up to 85. But the phone is so fast <laughs> that I right. you know, have to yank it out because I don't want it to go to 100 because we mm. know we shouldn't charge to 100 but OnePlus is doing a lot of good stuff. I got to tell you. I mean, it looks you. like
1: that. I don't see a price on this thing, it hasn't come out Well, Pricing that's the yet.
0: thing. You're not the stuff at Mobile World Congress, which I've been to a few times. Um, it's just like CES. You're probably not going to see the price because, like they say, the pad will show up in late April. But what I'm waiting for in late April is something that didn't show at Mobile World Congress, and that's the new Pixel tablet.
1: And that's supposed to be an iPad competitor?
0: Well, they're all supposed to be iPad competitors. I mean, a tablet's a tablet. It's, you know, it's tablets for the rest of us who choose not to get into the iPad ecosystem. And that's the problem. You can't just buy an Apple product and use it. You have to get so deep. It's almost like those mushrooms in that TV show. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) You have to get so deep into the ecosystem that I'm not... Not wild about it. I'd love to use some of the product, like you used to be able to. Right, of course. But, but no more.
1: Well, the one I thought that was pretty fascinating, actually, and this is what they're calling a concept. So hopefully, it comes out. Was the Lenovo roll, rollable laptop, which you—it's a 13-inch laptop, but you—I guess you push a button mm-hmm. and it stretches the screen, mm-hmm. which is, I think, a great. It takes it from a 13-inch to a 15.3. Yeah, uh, which is that's amazing. A, that's a great idea. I mean, At 2024
0: b- 20, by 1604 pixels, that's a nice looking screen.
1: Yeah, it's a really nice looking thing. We,
0: the thing is, what they're doing, and then when it gets bigger, it's 2024 20, by 2368. Right. So this is genius. Now, you know that Lenovo owns Motorola brand, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They also show, I don't remember if it's in this article, a phone that is only like five inches when you flip it to the side and press a button it comes out to 6.6 inches right so it's got a rollable screen on the phone and yeah, that's we'll if it where I think the magic in. is yeah I think I've seen lots of videos of it very
1: cool yeah hopefully they will bring that out so you never know and then as Marjorie said when we go to shows like this, you know, CES, other shows, you see a lot of things that will never see the light of day. They come out and they just don't. I mean, they, they talk about them coming out, but they literally never come out. So it's going to be very interesting to see if any of these things actually come out that they say they're going to. So yep. we'll, yeah, we'll see where that goes. Um, you can now apparently get Bing AI in Windows 11. Which have you been playing around with it at all?
0: Uh, oh, I was on Apple's 5G modem. Yes, I have been. Uh... Oh,
1: I, I'm sorry. You're right. We should have gone. <laughs> totally my fault. Uh, so let's talk about the uh, Bing AI, and then we'll go back to the modem. Uh, are you using the AI, Bing AI? No,
0: no, I don't have time for it. You know, yeah. I don't have time for it because it makes up shit. It, it yeah, just, well, that's what it's, they say. It's ridiculous. Um People are doing cover letters for resumes and turning them in, and a good HR manager can easily spot the letters. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of hype to it. And not only that, the reason that Elon, who was one of the founders of OpenAI, left in 2015, is OpenAI was founded to be an ethics monitor for AI and a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. That was his goal. Because there needs to be some ethics in AI. Well, or maybe he left in 2018. Um, And there's none. Now it's a full for profit company that's going to sell AI. And it's going to sell the API. And obviously now it's in Bing. Well, Microsoft made a major investment in it. But still, I don't like it. I think it's going to just bring up a new generation of stupid people (laughs) people people who can't write and people who can't tell the difference between real writing real facts and the baloney that comes up in a chatbot
1: i mean i am convinced that this is going to be used by college students everywhere write me an essay you know and at this point, the teachers are not. You know, it's kind of hard to tell whether something's real or not real. Well, OpenAI
0: did come out with a program for teachers, where yeah, they can r- run them through there. So that that's going to be busted. But, yeah. but it's it's just ridiculous. I mean, yeah,
1: that's that's kind of crazy. It'll be, but everybody's very excited about Microsoft and the way they're using theirs. So we'll see if it actually works out.
0: Well, you know, I, I don't have the results here, but I ran through because I'm kind of bored with our show name, so I was trying to think of something new. <laughs> and I asked Chat uh, Chat GPT about give me 15 names for a tech podcast, and I got some suggestions. You ought to run it too, we, you know, because we could, you know, use yeah. a little upgrade here. We'll That's always good. be computer and technology radio, but. You know, tech radio isn't really a hashtag for us, so maybe we can come
1: up with a new one. (laughs) Okay, let's look. I have to say, um, my old program director at KABC, when Mark, our dear friend Mark Aliski, who we lost a number of years ago, uh, when we were doing the show, it was Mark and Mark, and he decided he wanted to make the name of the show The Marks Brothers, which I hated, absolutely hated it. So, you know, lots of dumb names around that you can use. Yep. Especially since we weren't brothers, so that made a difference also. Um, All right, so what you were actually talking about was the Apple apparently is going to be developing their own 5G modems for the 2024 phone. Uh, Qualcomm was, they had a contract with Qualcomm, but apparently Apple uh, acquired Intel's 5G modem business in 2019, and they are going to be developing their own internal cellular motor. How does that affect everybody? I don't know that it affects anyone.
0: Yeah, and where's it going to be manufactured?
1: Well, that's the big issue with, <laughs> so with this Apple. Going to and... be
0: done in China, right? So yeah,
1: I mean, in theory,
0: <laughs> woo! You have your own woo.
1: Yeah, I mean, who honestly? Who cares unless right? you own Apple, your stock, or you you want to see how that affects their you know their costs or whatever? Or as long as it doesn't increase their cost, right? Um, but which we'll means see.
0: they still have to make the phones overseas. Yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, but none of that's going to happen until 2027. So we won't know.
1: (laughs) Well, this is 2024. This is Apple
0: agreement with Qualcomm was signed in 2019. Right. uh, With a two-year option to extend, uh, meaning Apple's supply of Qualcomm chips could keep going until 2027 if necessary.
1: Yeah, be very interesting. As long as it doesn't affect the price, who cares? You know? Oh, you know it will.
0: You know it will.
1: When was the last time you paid attention to a modem into your phone? You don't. You don't, you don't pay no. attention to that. No, no. It works. No, no. It's fine. You're getting 5G service. Okay. Uh, otherwise, I really don't care about that. Yep. But, you know, it's very interesting to see what happens. Uh, all right. You, you had some uh, iOS settings, security settings.
0: Yeah. This, this is something, and you're going to have to help me limp along because yeah. I did, did this with my husband who has an iPhone. Mm-hmm. and um okay so obviously i'm crazy i have two phones i keep one at home that has all my financial stuff on it
1: right <laughs>
0: none of my But you bank... don't
1: connect to the internet or you oh, do? no,
0: i do at home yeah okay but it does not leave the house so the chances right. of it being stolen are you know not not that big a deal why don't you get so, your
1: address out Just in case somebody wants to come by and see your phone.
0: No, we're not going to do that. No. But anyway. All right. Um, so you know, and there's security features on iOS like Find My iPhone, right, to help you Mm -hmm. find your phone. Very useful. I use it.
1: Yeah, I use that.
0: Okay, so you're going to have to help me again by limping through this. So let's say somebody picks up your phone out of your Mm -hmm. pocket or off the bar. Your mm-hmm. passcode is going to prevent thieves from getting into the phone. So that's basic, Correct. okay? So that's, okay. But what if an unlocked phone is taken straight from your hand? Or what if a thief, uh, videoed over your shoulder you getting into your phone? You know, so they could right. have your pin, like like they do at ATMs. So a thief yep. with access to your unlocked phone could theoretically get into apps and even lock you out of iCloud which prevents you from using features like Find My Phone, enabling Lost Mode, wiping the phone remotely. I mean, Mm -hmm. this is bad. Bad, bad, bad. (laughs) But there's something you can do, and this is very cool. If you enable the phone's screen time setting and checking the option that prevents account changes, this will keep your iCloud account secure. So to do this, you go to Settings on your iPhone, Screen time, content and privacy restrictions, and then select don't allow account changes. Mm -hmm. Now here you can add a separate pin to set for screen time settings. So make it a different one than your lock pin if you use a pin. So even if the thief has your device's main pin, they won't be able to mess with your account settings. And I think yeah. this is very important and a very cool fix that people don't know about.
1: And just, why don't you just give the instructions again on how to find it?
0: Okay. So you're going to go to Settings, Screen Time, Content and Privacy Restrictions. Once you're there, click Don't Allow Account Changes to On. Then generate a separate pin to be set for the screen time settings. So, again... Even if they have your main pin, they can't get in and change your settings or get into your settings on your
1: phone. Yeah, it's a good idea. Now you also have loss mode on an iPhone, which is if your phone is lost, you can switch it on and you can actually delete the information. You can go yeah, on. Yeah, but the you,
0: p- point is, if they've already cut you off to iCloud, you can't use it.
1: Right. So I mean, you can in go. Other words, well, you can go from your iPad. And you can go find my devices on your. Assuming you have an iPad and you have an. I iPhone. understand,
0: but according to Apple, a- and what I read, once they get into your phone, they can lock you out of your iCloud account, which means you can't use Find My Phone. It you can't enable loss Mode, and you can't wipe the phone remotely.
1: Yeah, that's according what it to
0: is. Apple. So
1: yeah, okay uh good to know um and you how many times do you see a uh, a detective a police show where you know you're using face id and they wait they grab hold of you hold your face id to open your phone
0: you watched your honor too didn't you
1: yeah yeah i did yeah was that what
0: she grabs the perp's hair and pulls up his face and
1: yeah exactly (laughs) thank you for unlocking your phone yes exactly (laughs) um okay did you want to go on some of these other features
0: no, no, I thought that was just something we needed to talk about and then I wanted to real quick something, you know, what's old is new again and old tricks or new tricks all the yep, time. Yeah, funny story. No, no, this is about if your computer, PC is taking a long time to start up. And that happens the longer you have a PC the more that goes into it, the more it slows down. The files get could get corrupted, whatever. But what's really the problem here is your startup. When you start up your computer, as you've installed programs and stuff into mm-hmm. into the uh, computer, you're going to get things that run all by themselves, whether you want to or not. Right. So. What you need to do is go in to type in the little search bar at the bottom Mm -hmm. of Windows, Task Manager. And if you have Windows 7, you type in Mm msconfig. And you will get a screen that will be your file manager, and that will show you everything that's running at the moment. And you may not see things that are running, but what you need to do is click the tab that says Startup, and you're going to see... Like if you use Adobe Acrobat to read PDFs, Mm -hmm. yeah, that loads up when you turn on your system and hog system resources. You don't need those to start up. Steam does this too. When you really need the program, then you can click on it and start it up. But go through this list and disable all the ones that you don't need first shot when you turn on your computer. And your computer is going to be a lot faster.
1: Much faster. Absolutely. Yep. You know, yep. then and when you get a new computer, they've been using, they're getting a little better with what they used to call bloatware, which is they loaded all well, these that's programs. that's
0: what it is. That's what it is, too. Yeah. Yeah, bloatware. exactly.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, now it is the time of the show. Research the planet, the universe. And today we're searching Best Buy for the buy of the week. It, it, it didn't happen.
0: Didn't
1: happen. <laughs> yeah, that drum set's pretty. It's a the drum set's a little bit away from the microphone. So, um, all right. Now I must say I've never had a Hisense TV. I don't know, Marsha, have you? How how's it spelled? It, well, it's H-I-S-E-N-S-E. Hisense. Hisense. Yes. Yeah. Hisense. Uh, they have this is a this is a monster TV. This is an 85-inch LED 4K UHD, so all the bells and whistles that you want to have on a TV set. Uh, It's gotten good reviews. Now, there's only 20 reviews on Best Buy, but they're 4.3 out of 5 stars. But this TV pretty much comes with everything you possibly want. You have to have a screen, a, a wall big enough for it. But again, it's 2160p, 85 inches. Again, as I said, an LED, which is what you want on your TV set. Um, it is an HDR10 Dolby Vision. It has a direct lit backlight. All, of course, the streaming services and everything that come with a the phone these days. And this phone, to begin with, was not that expensive. Enough phone, I said. This TV was not that expensive at a thousand dollars, but because remember, it's an 85 inch TV. But it is on sale at Best Buy for eight ninety nine ninety nine. So if you're looking for a really large TV that's not going to cost you seven or $8,000, which is what these kinds of TVs can actually get you or can actually charge you to buy these phones, phone, I keep saying phone, television, uh, it is available today at Best Buy. It's the Hisense 85-inch Class A7 Series LED 4K UHD with Google TV attached. Uh, normal price is 1000 It's now on sale for $899, and that is our buy of the week.
0: That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. That's 85 pretty cool. Inch. I have the biggest TV we have is a 77, and it's pretty big. That's but pretty big. 85, that's a good size Well, my time.
0: whole drum set thing is uh, broken here. oh I don't know if I'm going to be able to do the outro Uh-oh. for the show. What can Uh-oh. I say? Yeah, it's um, bad.
1: Yeah. All well right.
0: that's that's a, sounds like a great deal, and your dog definitely wants to see it i 'm sure uh,
1: yes exactly <laughs> exactly uh, okay so
0: the another thing that I discovered, and you know things that you don 't remember, like you forget about the startup tab, yep, but new things that have been added to Chrome now this is Chrome on any system it 's just Google Chrome browser mm-hmm When you're on your computer and you have a bajillion, well, that's the case on my tablet. I may have 30 tabs open. How about you?
1: Uh, Well, when we do the show, I have a lot of tabs open, obviously, because we're looking at different things. But ordinarily, I find that because I use my iPad and my phone way more frequently than my laptop unless I'm working, uh, I could have 10, 12 tabs open at a time.
0: Oh, well, baby. Well, you got more. Oh man, I have thirty. It's 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 a oh, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a true nightmare. So, and we know that Google sucks RAM like it's going out of style. I mean, especially you've got computers with multi-core CPUs, so they take advantage of all of this. But the more you do leave open, the uh, slower everything gets. Right, but on. February 28th, Chrome has a memory saver feature, and it's enabled by default. So be sure to update your Chrome. So Chrome will automatically free up RAM used by background tabs that you aren't Mm. interacting with. So if it's just sitting there, you're waiting until you use it. So it's, again, enabled by default, and no matter how many tabs you have open, and it will just put everything on hold. Just ensure the memory saver feature isn't disabled in Chrome settings, but it's done by default, but it wouldn't hurt to take a look, and you find the settings in the three-dot menu in the upper right-hand corner. And the second thing is, and this is amazing, um, did you know about tab grouping?
1: Tab grouping.
0: Yeah, tab groups.
1: I don't know. Run it by me.
0: Okay. So it's it's further down in this article, and it was really great, and I had totally forgotten about it, and most people don't use it. When you have a bunch of tabs open, and Mark, do this, right-click on one of the tabs that you've okay. got open. Okay. Now, can you see add tab to new group?
1: Let's see. I've got a new tab to the right, add tab to reading list, add tab to new group.
0: Right. If you click there, Mm -hmm. you will be able to name a group, give it a color, and boom, it's got a color around it. All right. Mm -hmm. And then if you have another one that's related to it, like if you had a bunch for the show, you could group them together, right click on that, And it says Add to Group, Mm -hmm. and you see your group will be there. Nice. And you can add it to that, and you can have several books. Like if you have your eBay stuff going on, you know, you want to bid on something. Right. you got your news running. uh, You've got your work project that you're working on. I think this is genius, and not enough people take care uh, to to make use of it. Mm -hmm. So here it is. I think it's great.
1: Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Um, All right, so... This story is is really funny. Um, you were t- you found a story about a nine year old trying to just suggest a landline. Oh, and is she, what is that? Th-
0: this is hysterical. So the story is, it came from a TikTok video, and she's a nanny of uh, a nine, six, and a twelve year old, and she's shuffling around from place to place with them. Mm-hmm. They're running late, and it, there's kid had his iPad off, so she couldn't call him on it. The older kid with a phone, she couldn't get to him. He was in class. So basically, there was no communication. So the little one that she was with, the little one at home, she goes to pick her up, and she says she had a brilliant idea. She was like, I'm going to quote you here, They Mm -hmm. need to come up with a phone that's for the whole family, that stays in the house. So if you need any person in your house, you could call that phone. Like, it's not just one person's phone number. It's like the whole family. And then the kid goes on. But do you know we're always losing, like, the remote and stuff? Mm-hmm. For this phone, let's attach it to a cord and maybe stick it on the wall. So if there's an emergency, we can always find it, and it can't leave the house and it's for the whole family.
1: What a brilliant idea! <laughs> Too bad they don't. That's one of those things, like from the Mobile Congress, that will probably never see the light of day, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Over two point four million people watched the video on TikTok, and and I think it was just hysterical. And some of the responses on TikTok. The people were laughing till they cried because the it is child so funny, brand new invented the house phone, the landline.
1: <laughs> and you have to Google this came out a couple of years ago, uh, videos of how to teach a kid to use a rotary phone. They yeah. are so funny watching. You know, you take the old old style rotary phone, which had a dial, had all the numbers on the circular phone. And you had to turn it to get to the numbers. And trying to watch kids who have no clue what this device is, getting it to work is hysterical. So, if you have a second, go just Google teaching a kid to use a rotary phone, and you'll find some funny videos of, of uh, trying to teach them. And that is always fun to embarrass our children. Um, <laughs>
0: well, that that's your job as an adult, yeah, especially a well, grandparent. Yes, exactly. Now, you right. came up you're a gaming guy you like yep. gaming so what is this stuff to benefit turkey and syria after the earthquake
1: uh, yeah it's actually really nice um there's a company called humble which is a video game uh, manufacturer and they're offering a just a ton of games and books for 30 dollars so if you go to the humble it's called the humble bundle and it's Features. I think it's close to a hundred, seventy games actually, and books. They're worth about a thousand dollars. And all the funds that support direct relief, which is the International Medical Corp and Save the Children, uh, they've been doing this since two thousand ten. They've contributed over two hundred million dollars to various charities, and it's amazing. So you get a bunch of really cool games that are you know they're not the, necessarily the highest end games that are around but you know you've got for example Euro Truck Simulator uh, if you're driving a truck in the you know in uh, Europe there's one called Ghost Runner which was pretty popular you got Gotham Knight so you know there's a bunch of these games that are and they're not stick figure games they're pretty you know high end games and for 30 bucks you can get those, and then all the money goes to uh, right now to benefit uh, the Syrian and Turkish earthquake victims. And that's a that's a great thing to do. They give you comic books and things like that. So uh, just check out uh, Google Humble Bundle and spend thirty bucks and help uh, people all over the world. And, and you do get something kind of cool for it as well. So uh, that was a nice story. I'm, I'm glad you, you know, happy to see those kinds of stories floating around. Yeah, it's.
0: Uh, by the way, uh, this wasn't on our thing, and it's it's a little pop culture here. It just happened, and it was over. Prince Harry. Did you see the South Park episode about them wanting privacy?
1: No, I know about. Oh, what it, Oh, it so see.
0: funny, so funny. But anyway, he had a therapy session, a trauma expert, um, and it was thirty three dollars to have a ticket to view it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and you can find information about it, and I mean seriously, it's this funny. guy is doing more than shooting himself in the foot. Yeah, it was thirty three dollars, and you got a free copy of the book in mm-hmm. in there. Um, I, Google it to find out information. I'm not going to go into Prince Harry's psychosis, but oh my god!
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, who really, needs they, this? They do some funny stuff on that show. Uh, on what show? I don't show? watch it very often, but everyone. No, this on a wasn't
0: while. on South Park. This was his therapy session with a therapist that was broadcast for thirty-three dollars a ticket.
1: Funny online. That's funny. Okay. Uh, all right. We have to, a little lecture time. Should we talk about um, things about over-the-air TV?
0: Well, um, you. We had the most streamed tv shows this week and you have the thing about the mandalorian and ted lasso season three will come back on wednesday march 15th so i think let's let's cover this stuff
1: well okay so the mandalorian if you haven't watched it it was a really well done show you know there's a lot of criticism about Uh, star wars spinoffs there's been a million types of between star trek and star wars and all the multiple shows that have come out of those two original series uh star wars is back with the mandalorian and everybody in the world on that show fell in love with baby yoda did you watch did you watch this at all no Okay, you have to watch because it <laughs> it's a really, I mean, I know you're more of a Star trek than you are Star Wars, yep. but uh, this was really, really good, and it stars Pedro Pascal, who is also, which we'll talk about in a second, the star of The Last of Us, and it's just a, just a lot of fun to watch. And it spawned a bunch of toys, Baby Yoda toys. Oh, so, but did, more
0: than that, there's even a Chia Pet. I mean, there's everything for Baby every,
1: Yoda. Yeah, everything you go. And it's, it's a very entertaining series. And I don't tend to watch most of those because, frankly, you know, Star Wars movies come every, I don't know, eight years. And so by the time the next one comes out, you don't remember what happened in the last one. And unless you're a real huge... Star Wars fan and know the universe backwards and forwards, you just don't know what's going on. So uh, it's nice that they've got a series that this is their third season and they're back to back to back. And it's really cool. So if you're looking for something, if you're a Star Wars fan or you just want to see baby Yoda, which frankly is well worth seeing (laughs) um, Mandalorian season one has, I believe is currently uh, streaming right now. And that's kind of nice.
0: But you know, uh, we're talking about Ted Lasso and The Mandalorian. Do the Mandalorian, do they drop the whole season th- at once? Or do they do it one at a time? Like
1: no, they do it one at a time.
0: pimples. Yeah, just, they do it I at can't one stand it. So yeah. I won't watch it, anything, until there's about four episodes online. Right. So at least I can watch two. And, and things like um, Shrinking with Harrison Ford. Yeah, I haven't
1: started that it's yet. It's supposed to be real good.
0: They're only 30 minutes long, as are Ted Lasso.
1: Right. I,
0: I know it sounds ridiculous. I'm not pushing all the buttons to go to right. Apple Plus for 27 minutes of TV show. It's right. just not going to happen. So, you know, I love these shows, but I just wish that they would drop more than one at a time.
1: Yeah, exactly. Same thing I'm watching. Uh, I talked about Hello Tomorrow, which is the one about the guy trying to sell timeshares on the moon.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, that's an interesting one. I like that one.
1: Yeah, I I'm, so, I'm enjoying that. It's got a terrific cast. Billy Crudup, uh Hank uh Azara, Azaria, Hank Azaria. Uh, for
0: Hank Azaria. Remember he was yeah. in The Symptoms.
1: Oh, yeah. He's yeah, he's a terrific actor, and it's very entertaining. Uh so that's one you can pick up now. Also, now Marcia, you started watching this, but did you stop The Last of Us? Yeah. You didn't like it? Um
0: it was okay. I, li- I liked it because I like sci-fi, right? but uh, frankly, I was freaked out about the mushrooms and the- <laughs> yeah. not, yeah, not interested in it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's good. It's really good. They've had some really interesting episodes on it. It's gotten rave reviews, and uh, I'm watching it, and I'm enjoying it. And for those of you who don't know this, this is actually a video game. And it came out as a video game, oh, probably three, four, five years ago. Uh, and they ultimately made it into a television series. And most television series that come from video games have been disastrous. They just have not done well. This one is a really good one. So
0: Well, I got to tell you, His Honor is oh, great fantastic. And that is worth seeing. And thank goodness it's an hour long. So, yep. <laughs>
1: yeah, Although that only comes once a week, too.
0: Yeah, I know, and that pisses me off, but at least it's an <laughs> hour. You know, at least you're getting a full range of entertainment there.
1: Right. No, so, it's a yeah, very, very like, entertaining I, show. I, I this like is that. a movie that is, you can get this, I think, well, this is on YouTube, but I think you can find it other places. Every. Did you try to watch everything, everywhere, all at once?
0: Not really interested in it. It just, uh, I know it's a lot, um, and, and it one awards right it's but
1: nominated for an oscar yeah uh, michelle I, yao you I don't, i'm not you. sure how to pronounce. you yeah. michelle you yeah. who's who i've seen in a million things she's a wonderful actress she just got nominated for an oscar jamie lee curtis i think was also nominated i watched about half an hour and i went i don't think so it's very strange uh but it's gotten rave reviews and it's up but for you see, best picture.
0: and that's the thing just like it's very strange. A lot of people like it. It's nominated yeah. for an Oscar. Yeah. Um, the one you mentioned with the mushroom zombies. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like it.
1: Yeah. I don't yep. like
0: it. You don't like. <laughs> no, I know. I just, you know each to so, his own.
1: Apparently, you know.
0: What I do generally is I look everything up before we watch it. If we before we start a new one on Google, mm-hmm. and you can see the audience reviews at that point. Yep. And. That way you can tell. Oh my, there's no the oh, the you, you can tell how many people really liked it and if there are people that you like and think the same, there you go.
1: All right. Hey everybody have a great week. Stay warm. It's cold everywhere. Have a good one. We'll see you next and, week.
0: Yeah, definitely stay warm and take care of yourselves, all you people in the disaster areas. We're thinking about you and hoping everything works out. This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen saying goodbye and talking to you next week. Please come back tell your friends. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio
1: with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier, produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought.